Catholic Views. I'm your host, Renee Kranz. On today's show, we will have Mark Kinzemius. He is the president of the Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South Dakota. And um, Mark Christopher Lawrence, who is the main actor for this year's Christmas at the Cathedral. So we are going to talk about what that's going to be this year. Um, What's the theme? Mark Christopher Lawrence, you may recognize him. He played Big Mike on Bergwald is saying, yes, he played Big Mike on the NBC show Chuck some years ago. I don't know how long ago that was. You? Uh, it ended many years ago now, okay. but it ran for like five, six, seven seasons. Yeah. Like so if you if you watch that show, hey, he's going to be at Christmas at the Cathedral and on the show later here after we're done with Epical Bites. Let's do that first. Some biblical bites with Dr. B. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. I, I, Are you? Jermaine and I watched Chuck like weekly. You uh, should have come in yesterday. He was here. Well, he was right there. Uh, virtually speaking. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him in person. Yeah. And, well, yeah, that's so. true. Anyway. He has apparently been to Sioux Falls. He has? He, right before COVID. <clears throat> really? He was here in the winter for really? some comedy shows. Oh, fast. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's a comedian. Fun. He's a comedian. Yeah. 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 Can you on my show? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. um, what's today? Is I, I'd, I'd ask Elise, but she's off mic today, sadly. Um, this will be the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. So, yes. How many left? One. Right. So, we're coming to the end of the liturgical yes. year. A rapido. Um, right. So, what I want to focus on, uh, we've talked about this before, as the end of liturgical year approaches, so as we get closer to Advent, um, the the readings for Mass start to look towards Jesus' return at the end of time mm-hmm. uh, and the final judgment. And actually, Advent begins that way. The first couple of weeks of Advent are actually focused on Christ's second coming before we turn our attention to Nazareth and Bethlehem. Right, right. Um, so what I want to focus on, <laughs> uh, just a, a broader a broader point about the second coming. I, I don't want to focus on the gospel, but the last line of the gospel, the gospel is Matthew 25, 14 through 21. It's about, uh, the, it's the parable of the talents mm. where um, a master gives uh, three servants different amounts of talents and they oh, some yeah. get a return and one just buries, buries it, it and does nothing one with talent. it. Right. And this is how the reading, this is from Matthew 25, 14 through 30. This is how the gospel reading this Sunday ends. Now then, take the talent from him, the one who didn't do anything mm-hmm. with it, but buried it, and give it to the one who had, with 10. Like, first of all, like, well, that doesn't seem very nice. Or fair. Fair. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will grow rich. But the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Like, who is this jerk who's talking? Oh, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. <laughs> That's a confusing one, isn't it? And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside where there will be there where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Mm-hmm. We have in our culture, in our era. This image of Jesus, cuddly bear, t- teddy bear Jesus, warm, soft, cuddly. Jesus is my friend. I have a friend in Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is the greatest friend that a, a person could possibly. Want. He desires a relationship. But to paraphrase, and this is where, like, this is a classic for anybody who knows anything about, like, Chronicles of Narnia. Mm-hmm. There's an obvious go-to here. One of the children says when they hear about Aslan, the great mm-hmm. lion of Narnia, the ki- the king lion of Narnia. Uh, oh, is he safe? No, he is not safe. Mm-hmm. But he is kind, and I, I, yeah. that's a rough paraphrase. Yeah. yeah. Jesus isn't safe. 
but he is good. And as he, he's being good, there's the, there will be judgment. Mm-hmm. I, I will be judged at the end of my life. Mm-hmm. We will all experience the final judgment. And there is a real possibility based on my relationship with the Lord, how much I loved him, how much I loved my neighbor, and the state of my soul at the moment of death, that he might say, cast the servant out into the darkness. That's a real possibility. Right. Um, monks would say... Um, there's a greeting that, and it still happens in some religious communities, Latin phrase, memento mori, yes. remember your death. Mm-hmm. It's not about being morbid, but it's about remembering that I will die and I will that will need to render account for the state of my soul mm-hmm. at my death. Mm-hmm. Deathbed conversions, are it's not like, you know, I, I'm a sinner. I've committed all sorts of sins throughout my life. Um, but it is about the state of my soul at the moment of death, but there will still be there will still be a recognition of what I, how I loved or failed to love my God and my neighbor. So right. uh, that's a real possibility. The other thing I want to say just briefly. So the second reading, uh, again, in line with this, uh, is from St. Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. It's chapter five, verses one through six. Uh, and and he, he's talking here. So this is near the end of the reading. Brothers and sisters, but you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness. For that day, the day of the final judgment, to overcome, to overtake you like a thief. For all of you are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay alert and sober. People get really, you know, sometimes some of us as believers can get really caught up in um, the end times and one of the end times coming and so on. But Paul's counsel to the Thessalonians is not like, oh, just chillax for a while. It's not going to happen. No, stay alert and sober. Do not sleep as the rest do. And that's just a good reminder for us to always live our lives alert and sober for the Lord. Yeah, it's a good time to get reminders of that for November. Thanks, Dr. B. You bet. In studio and on Zoom with me today, I have two gentlemen, Mark Kanzemius, who most people in the diocese know by now. He's been on with me plenty of times is the president of the Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South Dakota. Dakota, welcome, Mark. Good morning, Renee. Good, Good to be morning. with you. Good morning. We also have on Zoom, Mark Christopher Lawrence, who from here on out will be for, referred to as MCL just to avoid any confusion of the two marks. Um, MCL is uh, the main actor for Christmas at the Cathedral this year, which is going to be our topic of conversation. Uh, I have to tell you, Mark Kanzemius, the the Christmas at the Cathedral episode gets an amazing amount of attention on Catholic views every year. I'm always impressed. I'm like, wow, where did all these people come from? Because they love the Christmas at the Cathedral. Oh, we've been very blessed. 27 yes. years. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's amazing. I actually was just talking to Father Morgan, the rector of the Cathedral, and saying, you know, as a, a parishioner, a member of a congregation, we are in awe of pastors who come up mm-hmm. with, how'd you come up with a new homily? Come on, same story. How'd you do that? New angle. But when it comes to mm-hmm. the incarnation, when it comes to the nativity, right? There are so many things to discover. Mm-hmm. And every time you read scripture, there's something new the Holy Spirit you know, unfolds for you. Yep. Likewise with the incarnation. And with Christmas at the cathedral, we get to take a look at a different viewpoint and it never gets old. It's always new. And audience members walk out going, wow, I had never thought of that yeah. before. Yeah, it's fun. It, that's a really an interesting take on it because we've talked about this before. Um, and we'll talk about it more a little bit here. But um, 
I never thought about it as a priest with a homily. Like they do have yeah, they to do. think of new things yeah. all the time the for something stories. they've heard a million times. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right. So let's start. Um, Mark, this will be your last Christmas at the cathedral as the president of the foundation. Correct. Yep. So what's going to happen after this year? Are you still involved? Yeah, so, what's going to uh, happen? I turned 65 on January 7th. Congrats. Hey, everybody, put that on your calendars. No, I, I, that's really bad, isn't it? Um, and so the board of directors of the foundation set this in motion several years ago mm -hmm. so that we'd have a good uh, plan in place. And hard to believe that's happening. I know, it's so close. Yeah. Um, but what they've asked me to do is continue as president emeritus for five more years. Mm -hmm. And along with that, to continue to produce Christmas at the cathedral. So. Right. This is not my last Christmas at the cathedral. Uh, maybe bad news for some people, but good news for me. I'm excited to continue to work on it. Yeah. And you yeah. haven't made a decision after that five years as far as whether or not you're going to continue to be involved, have you? No, but okay. uh, my focus is uh, transition. Yeah. If, uh, you know, Lord would have it that it would continue. And I sure hope this, from the beginning, it's always meant to be bigger than any one person. Right. You need somebody to pull it together and coordinate and facilitate and create and all, but... Um, we're, we've already now put a creative team in place. Oh, nice. This is our third, fourth year of that. And we'll continue to grow that. And that'll be the focus Yeah. so that, um, you know, I'm praying for holy detachment. As yeah. St. Ignatius yeah. talked about, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Um, how has Christmas at the cathedral impacted you personally as you've created these storylines every year? You know, uh, Renee, uh, great question. Um, I used to think it was a little goofy when people would like hang on to Christmas all year long, like, mm -hmm. oh, come on, it's that's in December. But the incarnation happens every day, every moment. God is born into our hearts, <laughs> always. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I'm blessed to be able to think about, reflect upon the incredible thing that we have God who created us, who's all-powerful, all-knowing. He could... He could save the world in so many different ways. He chose to become one of us in this yeah. very humble way, yep. uh, unseen by many, by most of the world, mm -hmm. right? And every day that happens. Yeah. And so that's how it's affected my life is I'm just so much more, I'm blessed to be so much more in tune to God being born in us every day, every moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you actually start, you start doing this like February, uh, I've got I've got theme ideas for next year already. <laughs> You're always thinking about Christmas. What a great yeah. way to live. I kind of yeah. love it. <laughs> okay, so will you tell us what the theme is for this year's Christmas at the cathedral and what people will see? Yeah, the, uh, the theme is the heavens declare. And uh, this year we're going to unpack the, the story through the experience, the firsthand experience of um, somebody who experienced it firsthand. It's a new word for me. Magus is uh, the singular name for Magi. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> and uh, when you think about it, the Magi were from Persia. They they weren't uh, Jewish or of the Jewish faith, but mm -hmm. they were very learned and the, um, and they understood uh, scripture. They read all types of uh, readings and and they would be familiar with the Jewish scripture and they knew of the coming of the Messiah. Mm -hmm. Uh, this thing that was being foretold. And then as they they just put it all on the line, <laughs> they had no idea where they were headed, but right. they took off in this and, and encountered dangers and all types of things. I mean, I, I can't imagine going across the desert. Oh, I know. Right? And, and I don't know where we're headed, but we're following that star. Because <laughs> They don't have a map like we would no. have or GPS. <laughs> and, but we believe the fulfillment of Scripture is there. 
And and so um, we knew we needed to have an absolutely awesome actor to be able to bring to life what it would be like on this very human level to go across the desert, to go on this journey. And then you run into things. And one of the things we know for sure, you run into Herod. I mean, you're so excited. You're getting close. And you, you come into the king of this territory, and you think he's all in. And you realize, wait a minute, something's awry. Right. Right, and that life is even on the line here, mm-hmm. and he's jealous and he's envious and and he's an obstacle, and and now their life is right is on the line, but they're still they believe so much yeah. in it, and then from scripture we know that once they get there, they immediately fall on their knees, right? Like they know, right? After all this journey, they know they have found the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's amazing, and yet. It's not done yet because the incarnation is for a reason. Mm-hmm. Christmas happens for a purpose and it's fulfilled through the passion, death, and resurrection. And the wood, as they say, the wood of the crib became the wood of the cross. Right. right. So now this Magus goes back to Persia mm-hmm. knowing that they had this encounter, but not knowing the fulfillment of it until word gets back to them 30 years later uh, that uh, 31, 32 years later that oh my gosh, he was crucified, but he rose Mm -hmm. from the dead. Mm -hmm. That all of this comes together in that moment. Yeah. And so um, I'm just so thrilled and excited that uh, Mark Christopher Lawrence would, he's like like one of these uh, magus because he has no idea what he's getting into coming to Sioux Falls. (laughs) No idea what he's getting into coming to the Cathedral of St. Joseph, working with me Uh and our team. And yet he said yes. Right, right. And, you know, that's the whole thing about the incarnation. We're all on a journey, yeah. in this journey of life. And we get to do it together, but it's an individual journey as well as a collective community journey. And we support each other along the way. And thank you so much, Mark, for saying yes to go on this journey with us uh, to bring the story to life. We're so excited to welcome you to Sioux Falls and to Christmas at the Cathedral. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for trusting me with it. (laughs) (laughs) So MCL, you, uh, a lot of people would know you from your role as Big Mike in the NBC series, Chuck, uh, which is a comedy, right? A comedy sort of. Yeah. 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 You got to be, you got to be funny. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay. So can you tell us about your role uh, this year? And um, how you've prepared for it? Well, uh, you know, my role as the magoose. <laughs> Have you ever been is, called a magoose is, before? <laughs> I, never, not once. This, this is the first. Good. Um, but but I, I think I, I, it's interesting to me because, uh, you know, growing up, I'm, I'm very familiar with the story. And uh, I think it wasn't until about five years ago that I realized that uh, the Magi, they they showed up, you know, maybe two years later. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, Jesus was a toddler at that point, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. And, Terrible uh, but, twos. But, you know, just, <laughs> just that, that, that blind faith, you know, uh, is interesting to me that, you know, he follows, that they follow the star. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think, I think that's, that's something that people struggle with is, is that blind faith, you know, because we want to touch, taste, feel, that's who we are. Mm-hmm. And um, to be able to just let go, let God is incredible. 
Yeah. And I think that's 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 partly what drew me to the, the project is is to sort of step into these shoes and find myself uh, in a place where uh, I can just trust that God is going to see me through. And with this particular role, I mean, the preparation is basically the same as any other role. I mean, you do your you do your work the way you do it, and um, you, you know when when you're monologuing. It's it's about repetition and then discovering nuances and and things that that make it more believable and uh, more palatable and and multi leveled. Right, right. So, are you uh, down there in California? Are you walking around the house with a sheet wrapped around you? I don't I don't know like a like a because this is more of course no. this is a two thousand years ago so they're not wearing pants usually. Right. <laughs> well, that was weird. Right. Um, you know a little bit more different types of clothing. Are you, are you trying to kind of step into it a little bit down there? Or you just wait until you come up here. No, that's not the way I work. I, okay. I, I, I deal with the text and, and you know, I, the way I see acting is, is my job is to make the words work. Mm -hmm. And then the costume is just another layer of it. Sure. And so I don't, I, I don't uh, get caught up in, in trying to, dress the role while I'm rehearsing. While I'm rehearsing, I just rehearse the way I rehearse. Right. Are you almost ready? No. Gotta... <laughs> <laughs> I love <Yeah>. your honesty. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, okay. Uh, well, we have a lot of time. We do. You do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you've got a month yet. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Has this role, and this might actually, this might be too early to even ask this question. Has this role impacted you in any way yet? Uh, I, I don't think so. Okay. I, I, I think um, probably once I get to the space, yeah, you know that'll that'll probably uh, do something to me. I was looking at the diagram of it, and you know, I, I think I think uh, in the beginning of preparing for a role, it's it's more of the the you know, putting your acting one-on-one on it and trying to figure it out and trying to figure out what's, what's the plan mm -hmm. to get to the end and what's the through line for, for this character. What's, you know, what does he want? And, um, as I do that, uh, you know, just, just acting technique takes over. Yeah. And then, so the, the, the goal is to be able to drop the technique and become the character when it's time. Oh, sure. There's a lot more that goes into the acting than many of us who are, most of us who are not actors really understand. So it's really interesting to hear that. Um, before we came on, you said you've been to Sioux Falls before yes. COVID. Uh, did you get to spend much time here? Did you do like... I think I was there for three nights. Okay. And you, it was okay. It was in the winter. The San Diego yeah, guy was, in the winter in South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, it was a little blustery, but you know, I think I think the night of the show it didn't it didn't snow, so Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It might be. I hope it's snowy in December here. We always I always prefer snow for Christmas. So um, So what you're saying is dress warm. Dress yeah. yeah, well, or at least check the forecast. You gotta know what's gonna happen here. <laughs> We're gonna be here for about yeah. a week, I imagine, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, okay. Uh Mark, uh what kind of impact? Has Christmas at the cathedral had on the bishop's charity? Well, let's talk first about what it uh, funds or what it uh, benefits, and then what kind of impact does it have? 
Yeah, from the beginning uh, with Christmas at the cathedral, we had a couple of objectives. One is to bring the the community, and, mm-hmm. and we mean that the capital C, uh, united around our cathedral as a civic landmark as well as a sacred space. So no matter what your religious beliefs or background, all are welcome. Mm-hmm. Everybody's welcome. The cathedral is the communities, it's the people's place to come and worship the Lord. And so we just wanted everybody to come together. But we also wanted to do something collectively together right. that uh, would make it, you know, an impact on the community. So uh, <clears throat> for the last few years, the monies have gone to endowments for the ongoing care and maintenance of two beacons of hope, we call them, mm-hmm. which is the cathedral, but also the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House, which is a 24-hour shelter for the homeless mm-hmm. in our community, the most vulnerable. And uh, it's extra special at Christmas because I, I think of... Jesus is being homeless when he was right. born. Like, there was no place for him in the inn, and they ended up, you know, finding shelter in a cave, you know, with shepherds. So mm-hmm. he was homeless that evening, yep. for sure. And so it's a real privilege for us to be able to support that. And we've incorporated this into our uh, dress rehearsal, oh, where okay. thanks That's to right. community members, uh, there's a bus company that donates um, the uh, the transportation, and then. We have uh, Fazoli's donates the restaurant, the food, and we bring we go around to the Dudley House, the banquet, St. Francis House. Some of our immigrant uh, new members, of our community, are welcome, and we do the performance for them, mm-hmm. and we treat them as the patrons, the VIPs that they are. We mm-hmm. give them tickets; they have that whole experience of dignity and and the special touches and and this meal that they get to have, and then after we do the first half all together. Uh, all together, and then they go downstairs and they have a big reception after. And uh, it's really a nice celebration. And it for us as performers, it's a reminder of, of there's a another bigger purpose than ourselves right. behind right. this. Right, right. How how do you think, Mark? This has affected people over the years because we. I'm sure, sure you get lots of feedback from the different shows. Um, yeah, what do you think this has done for people? Well, um, for one, there's a lot of people who. Uh, tell us this is now part of their Christmas tradition. Uh, this is, you know, we're in the cathedral and we're we're in a, yeah, we, we've moved a society from a Christendom society to really much more of a secular, mm-hmm. call apostolic age. And so sometimes, you know, folks don't feel quite as free to um, express what we believe is the meaning of Christmas, right. the birth of Jesus Christ, right. God's one and only son. And we can we can unapologetically celebrate the birth of Jesus yes. in the cathedral and not worry about offending anybody. Right. <laughs> and uh, that's really important. And there's so few places you can do that now yeah. as a community. Yeah. So that affects people. They feel um, this is what we do every year to start. Like now I can really start Christmas. That's what they say mm-hmm. to us. I think, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but our to-do lists and all these other things yeah. can become a distraction yep. to experiencing the real joy. Yeah. Uh, of the season. So that's been important. I think from a practical level, um, the community really does understand the cathedral in a different way. Mm-hmm. They welcome and embrace it as theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, this is everybody realize it's our cathedral, yep. not just the Catholic churches. Yes. And uh, I think that's been a huge impact. And, and it was a big part of the restoration of the cathedral, which mm-hmm. took place now some 12, 13 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're just really thrilled 
uh, Kelloland Television is broadcasting oh, right. Christmas Cathedral on mm-hmm. Christmas night, mm-hmm. commercial free. Yeah. Time. I know uh, you mentioned um, <coughs> people really uh, feel like it's their cathedral. I've heard that uh, people who are not Catholic who come to Christmas at, Christmas at the cathedral, they look forward to it every year to see the beauty of the cathedral um, uh, and just really feel kind of have their hearts lifted in in that space with that kind of performance. Cause I don't know if you know this MCL, but these are some crazy good performances that they do every year. And I'm, yeah, I've, I've, I've seen one. Did you? Okay. Good. I figured you <laughs> yeah. probably would have watched, uh, a, you know, a couple here or there. So it's pretty cool. Um, when you, you know, cause the cathedral is dedicated to Joseph. Mm-hmm. We have this beautiful nativity scene in full color, plaster relief, three, three dimensional, up above the apse, mm-hmm. which is the high altar. And uh, it's there 24, 7, 365 days. We get to be reminded yep. of the important part the incarnation was in salvation history. Yep. It's right there. And then we get to celebrate Christmas at the cathedral yeah. under that. Yeah, yeah, it's a great place. <clears throat> um, MCL, anything else you want to tell us before we, before I let Mark give all the information on what, how to get tickets and all that good stuff? Well, uh, two things. One, when your camera's completely yeah, out. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Just pretend um, you can see it, us. That's your monitor. <laughs> Luckily, uh, the people will be able we to see, see us. We can see you. Yeah, okay. we can see you. Yeah. Uh, uh, the other thing is, is, is uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to the experience, to, to hearing the music from these professional singers and uh, just just looking forward to uh, being blessed and blessing people yeah. with uh, what this uh, event is. You know, Christmas at the Cathedral. Um, I guess after 27 years, you guys know what you're doing. So so let's let's go and have fun with it. Yes, yes, yeah. agreed. All right, Mark, will you give us the information on when it is, how to get tickets? Yeah, it's Thursday, December 14th through Sunday, December 17th. There's six concerts, uh, one on Thursday and Friday night. 14th, 15th, there's two on the 16th, two on the 17th. Mm-hmm. Um, that The concerts have, we're blessed, they, they've sold out every year, but they are not sold out yet. Right. Sometimes people, you know, think, oh, I can't get tickets. You can get tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, please, we encourage you. If you've ever, like, thought, oh, maybe I should go, I, you know, I've never gone, you know, uh, come. Yes. Enjoy it. You know, think of this as a gift you're giving yourself and maybe yeah. somebody else to come and experience this. And if you came in the past and feel like I've already done that, it's different every single year. Right. Brand new production, brand new theme, uh, different music in a different context, different performers. So I encourage you to come and be yeah. a, a part of it. Yeah. And you can get tickets online at ccfesd.org. Okay. C-C-F-E-S-D. So that's Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South yep. Dakota. Yep. C-C-F-E-S-D.org. If you Google Christmas at the cathedral, you can find it. You're gonna find you're gonna find yep. it. Yep. Or if your bishop's bulletin is sitting on your table, look on the back cover. It's right there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and you can also call us at 988-3765 if you like to do that. If you're living in the Sioux Falls region, you can get them at your high V grocery oh, yeah. stores as yeah. well. That's right. That's right. Great. Thank you, Mark Christopher Lawrence, for hanging out with us and taking some time out of your, I'm sure, busy schedule there in California. Well, thank you. And thank you, Mark, for coming in and telling us about the what to look forward to this year. Yeah. Thank you so much. I always yeah. appreciate your support. Yeah, no problem. God bless. Thanks. And Merry Christmas. Yes, yes. All right. Yes. If you haven't found us already on social media, you can find us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at SF Diocese anytime. 
Uh, that is it for us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic Views.